Good morning, one. Dr. Stillman and Jim Laird here. Obviously, I'm Jim Laird. That's Dr. Stillman. I'm a little thrown off because usually Dr. Stillman does not join me right at the beginning of the show. It's true. It's, it's throwing me off a little bit. It's true. Our guest is not. Our guest has not joined us yet. That's the beauty of uh, of live live shows. Yesterday we did uh, a video. I would highly recommend checking that out. It's on both our YouTube channels. Uh, it basically goes over all the services we have uh, here at Stillman Wellness and Stillman MD. And that way we kind of clear up some of the confusion because we have released a lot of courses and services in the last year to better suit your needs based on the demands that we've gotten over time. That's exactly so, right. Dr. Stillman, uh, until our guest shows up, let, let's talk a little bit about the importance of, of nitric oxide and why it's so important and where most people go wrong with it. Nitric oxide is a great topic. It's a very complex one. And I think that there's a lot of noise out there about it. And there's really only one thing that I want to talk about. Wendy's here. Hi, Wendy. Hi, there. Wendy. How are you? Good to see I'm you. Fantastic. How are you guys? We're, doing We're great. great. Thank you. How's the cold and frozen Minnesota right now? Oh, no. It is. It was 100 degrees yesterday. That's right. It's we, August. we get the Florida heat sometimes just for That's a right. little August. <laughs> August. Got it. How are you? I am fantastic. Yeah. It's good to be good. here. Thanks for having me, you guys. You're welcome. Fun. Tell us, tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Well, it's always like a can of worms to open up, right? Like I could start early, early on, oh, yeah. but um, I'll tell you, I'm a Texas girl at heart. I live in Minnesota, been here 25 years, but yeah, I'm still a Texas girl. In fact, my family was just in town and you may hear a little more y'alls than normal, a little more twang. It. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> it just kind of happens. Anyway, um, yeah, so I have been a student of physical culture for as far back as I can recall used to teach aerobics when uh, leg warmers and headbands were cool oh, wow. uh, to Fine. the American Airlines Institute uh, uh, Center um, for just different corporations and different things like that. Anyway, over the years, it's just kind of evolved. You know how God does that. It just evolves. And uh, mine was kind of evolved by accident. If, if there is such a thing, I was actually in a snowmobile accident up here in Minnesota uh, over two decades ago and uh, was going about 55 miles an hour and hit a big chunk of ice on the on the road and I got off the trail and I ended up hitting a snow-covered culvert and went flying headfirst through the sled and I hit a tree. And uh, it's pretty much a miracle that I'm here today, but basically it literally catapulted me literally but also into what I'm doing today because I broke my clavicle, tore a bunch of shoulder muscles and the orthopedic surgeon that I had seen wanted to do surgery. And I'm pretty stubborn. And I thought, nope, nope, the body can heal itself. And I just kept doing exercises that I was doing to rehab my shoulder. Mm -hmm. And and it it healed itself. It just took a little bit longer, but about three months. And uh, my body was back to normal, stronger than ever. And it just really opened up the door to start uh, helping others with preventative um, you know, teaching them not how not to get injured and also to help them through their injuries and just kind of kept snowballing. And then I went and studied and got my naturopath, a naturopathic degree and just different things like that and nutrition. And it just has been just a passion of mine to see people healthy and well, and for people to realize that they really do have all that they need to be healthy, whole and complete. They just need to know how to use it. Who do you mostly work with and help now? I usually work with women and I work with women that kind of tend to be on their 
their last leg, so to speak. Uh, like they've tried everything, you know, they've tried every diet, they've tried every workout, but what nothing's kind of worked. Uh, was that what kind of problems? What kind of problems, yeah. Diabetic, um, autoimmune diseases. Mm -hmm. um, you know, worked with people that are dealing with cancer, just all, which is autoimmune. But anyway, um, all kinds of different issues. And really, they first come to me because they're overweight, right? That kind of is the thing. And they 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 want to get off meds, but that's not their main concern at that moment. Usually, they just are overweight and they feel grumpy and they don't like it and they don't have energy and all the things. So I really just, um, I love working with women and helping them break through and seeing who they really are. I'm a Jesus girl. So really getting them to see who they are in Christ and, um, stop the, the dialogue that goes on in their mind, the negativity and all the, uh, drama and trauma that they keep putting on themselves a lot of times. So it's a lot about releasing, releasing a lot of unhealthy emotions that are attached to that unhealthy weight. So that's what I've been doing for the last uh, two decades. And I love it. That's a great, um, one of the comments you made there, unhealthy emotions attached to that unhealthy weight. Let's unpack that a little bit. What do you think about that? <laughs> we could talk on this the entire show <laughs> because it's so powerful. You guys, the, what I have observed and even in my own life, like none of us are immune from having unhealthy emotions. It's, it's whether or not you're choosing to stay stuck in those unhealthy emotions. We're all going to have anger or resentment. Mm -hmm. We're going to go through the emotions. That's, that's being human. Mm -hmm. But it's staying stuck in those, in those uh, places. I actually did an interview on my Visibly Fit podcast um, of uh, Dr. Uh, Francisco Contreras, Contreras, and he's with the Medical Oasis Center in Mexico. And I said, I said, doctor, I said, what would you say is the common thread of what you're seeing? Because most of the people there are cancer patients of why people are, are dealing and battling cancer. And he said, anger. And I said, you're yeah. talking my language. Totally. Yeah. Because, you know, our, our cells know what we're thinking and what we're speaking and they respond accordingly at a vibrational frequency level. And I know y'all get that. And so I'm, I'm all about, getting people to, to wake up, wake up that they have more control over their health than they realize and to learn how to release and, and get unstuck and break free into the, the victory and, and in the way in which God has called us to live and to rise above. So, yeah. Yeah. I think it's very, I find that a lot of people don't make space in their life for their emotions. Mm-hmm because they don't think about them. Many people come from backgrounds, families where they're not taught how to process their emotions or cope with their emotions in a healthy way. Yeah. And I think that's probably true to a certain extent to everyone, you know, because nobody is perfect. But I think one of the biggest challenges for people today is that we, you know, our culture is so fast paced. It's constantly inundating us with content, information, advice, things to buy, things to do, things to occupy our attention. And that really drags your attention away from, how you feel and your thoughts, which is why Jim and I, one of the first things we tell people to do is we want you to get outside and we want you to relax and we want you to be alone with your thoughts and not on your phone and be observing the world around you and getting to know it and, you know, listening to the birds chirp or watching them run in the surf or just not taking their mind away from all the things that it, it, it naturally tends to run to so that they can start to really get to know themselves and yeah. process some of those feelings that they have that they haven't dealt with. Yeah. And, and love themselves. 
again, mm -hmm. you know, yes. we are to love our neighbor as we love ourselves. but how can you right. love your neighbor if you don't love yourself? And it just seems to be this, it's, it's, it's an interesting thing. I know that I, I'm a big, um, proponent of walking, like yes. get out and walk, just walk. We it's talk about that all the time because, yeah. you know, something about walking, um, and it's funny, you know, people don't think about the way that they walk, but the way that you walk is actually very important. And there's a lot more to it than just putting one foot in front of the other. You know, when I, when I'm telling people to walk, I really don't want them to just go out and, you know, cruise along at five miles an hour and, you know, think about all the things they were thinking about when they weren't taking the walk. I want them to go outside. I want Present. them to relax. I want them to be observant. You know, Jim focuses on a lot of this stuff. And, you know, I, I feel like I'm like repeating a lot of what he's pointed out to me and he's smiling over there because he knows it's true. And, uh, but it's really important that they walk and not be thinking about the things they're normally thinking about and be relaxing and be, and that's when the feelings bubble up and people start to go through an emotional catharsis um, and release of all that energy. I think it's fascinating how people seem to release and dump toxic energy when they're losing weight, which is uh, such a fascinating idea, right? Is it that the emotions, and this gets into some of the quantum biology stuff that Jim and I talk about, you know, the memory of water and how water really works and what the cellular battery really is. Gerald Pollack, Gilbert Ling, Mei Wan Ho, um, Robert O. Becker, <clears throat> and looking at these, these things as, bioenergetic emotional phenomena but then also thinking about well what if it's the toxins trapped in the fat tissue that are coming out and disrupting the brain and emotions and causing people to have all these feelings but at the end of the day the the, the work is the same help them have space for those emotions help them take in the nutrition they need in order to renovate their body and heal it and push out these toxins yeah. and then give them the uh, support and help them with the lifestyle choices to get rid of those toxins in their, their urine, you know, their feces, their sweat, all those fun things. Yes. All those fun things. All those fun things. I had uh, a patient one time and we were going through a process uh, through yeah. my seven week course and she was just really hanging on to this bitterness, this, this, anger right and and so we went through a forgiveness process a, a an exercise and she was at a plateau in her weight and she released five pounds that week like after she went through the exercise what and was that exercise will you share it with us sure it was just basically writing this person a letter and mm -hmm. like seriously dumping it on paper there's something yeah. so powerful about just journaling writing a letter there is and she didn't send the letter she actually even burned the letter but there's something so powerful about just being able to just, you know, get it out. <laughs> and um, in fact, I actually just turned um, uh, 50. <laughs> I'm in a new decade. So yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so my you husband, did a whole, right. uh, yes, thank you. Thank you, Lord. But um, doing the things, but my husband threw a big surprise party. It was just overwhelming. And I just couldn't contain all the love and all the just, it was just so amazing. Like mm. there's, there's two sides of emotions, right? But you still have to release them. But yeah. I remember going to bed that night and I just like, was like tears just streaming down my face. That's not like me. My husband's like, your highs are high and your lows are low. And he has his hands steady. Right. Mm -hmm. And so for that to happen, I'm like, oh my goodness, what's going on? So I got up in the middle of the night and I just started typing and writing. Right. And I just, I just let it go and wrote an entire 
I processed is what I did. Yeah. And it felt so good. And then finally I could go to sleep and I didn't have those emotions. And it was just a beautiful thing. And so I think when we give ourselves permission to, to release in whatever way we need to do in a healthy way, man, then you can move on in life and, and keep going on. But um, yeah, anyway, it's interesting how both sides of the I coin, know. massive love uh, and then, you know, deep rooted resentment or anger, anger, or bitterness, you still have to process and release. So I want your, uh, on that note, I think it's very interesting that your podcast is called Visibly Fit yeah. because that I think triggers people in their brain to think washboard abs, well-defined, you know, muscles in the extremities, um, et cetera, right? Which Jim and I talk about all the time is, is really not what fit is for a lot of people. Um, we see so many women struggling with their metabolism when they're really lean. And you can really see their washboard abs or their, the definition of their muscles and their arms and legs. And I think that's really interesting because the other thing we see is, you know, on the topic of, of 50 around the season of menopause, a lot of women see in that season weight coming into places that they don't want it and they feel, and they're losing muscle mass as well, which doesn't help. And so it's one of the prime times in life for them to seek out somebody like you, somebody like us. And their first complaint is really weight loss. I really want to lose weight. But Jim and I are constantly explaining to them that losing weight in menopause is often a bad thing because you're losing lean muscle mass and bone mass. Those are very easy to lose peri and postmenopausally. And it's actually much harder to lose fat. And then when you lose muscle and bone, you're actually setting yourself up for falls, hip fractures later in life. And a lot of women, and this is my question to you is this, do you think women can maintain and have you seen women be uh, 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 maintain their figure after menopause without bioidentical hormones? Oh, 100%. And what's the key? What are the things they absolutely have to do, the non-negotiables? Oh, man. You want me to list them all? No. <laughs> Wake up the sun. Um, get out and ground. Uh, mm -hmm. Do deep breathing exercises. Make mm -hmm. sure you're getting your, your proper rest, you know, at yeah. night. You know, you, you just have to drink plenty of water, right? Um, but you do need to release emotions, unhealthy emotions. You need to exercise, move that body. Um, you need to fuel your body with the proper foods that are going to, um, you know, so many people are in that toxic hunger state, right? Yes. Um, and so we want to fuel the body with what it's craving for real, mm -hmm. uh, those phytonutrients and phytochemicals and, and not just eating whatever is in, you know, convenient. So it, it's, it's the, it's the, it's not the one thing. It's the lifestyle of things. I know. Right. And so a lot of times I'll, I'll tell my patients, I'm like, you know, I know it may feel overwhelming in the beginning, but I promise you'll get into a rhythm. It'll become routine and it'll, you'll just start to see, but let's, let's start with like the one thing, maybe it's the nutrition piece, or maybe it's getting up and waking up the sun or whatever it is. Let's start, start with that one thing and let's conquer and layer, conquer and layer so that you can feel like, okay, I've mastered this. It doesn't seem so difficult. Now I can do the next thing. You know, it only takes a couple of days to, to master it basically um, and, and just get it into a routine. But I think people look at the whole overarching lifestyle and they're like, that's too much. And it's, it's really just a, a shift in, in thinking, shift in mindset. But yeah, it's, it's 
all doing all of those things. Uh, I mean, I have a sauna just like you, Dr. Leland, right? I'm big in the sauna. Um, there's all these things. I, I get on the um, vibration plate. I rebound. There's there's multiple things that I do. In the wintertime here, I have the human charger that I put in my ears to light up my uh, neural signals. There's all kinds of things that we can do uh, to maximize our health and potential so that you don't lose muscle mass and that you do continue to, to thrive. Do you use herbs to support women's hormonal health? Oh, for sure. Yeah. You got any favorites that you really used a lot? You know, I mean, I'll do sweet basil. Um, there's so many, there's so many that I'll use um, in cooking. I, I mean, I'm a big. Is that for whatever reason, women can tend to get obsessed with plants. You go to an <laughs> herbalism conference and it's like 98% women. There's yeah. one gay dude and there's one kind of socially awkward dude and that's it. <laughs> But you know spices, right? Like like turmeric oh, yeah. and and cumin yeah. and all of those are going to help. They're all anti-inflammatory. Yeah. And so as as an ND, not an MD, those are the things that I studied, but I'm I'm telling you that I don't have to even push my ND um protocol so much as just to tell them sunlight, water, breathe, yeah. exercise. Like it's it's really simple to get into, into optimal health. Would you say that, I'm just curious when, when that's not, well, when you're telling the person to do that and they're saying I'm doing that and it's still not working, where do you go? Well, that's where my high level accountability uh, part comes in because mm -hmm. if they're saying that they're doing it, but the results don't reflect that, then I know that that's not the truth. I so <laughs> they're lying. No. And, you know, it's, it's a story that they've told themselves. I've done all these things. I'm doing it. Yep. And it's just not true. So a lot of people just really need that hand held, held. And, and that's okay. That's okay. Um, it's, it's a process. It's work, not just for them, but for us as practitioners, mm -hmm. because you're dealing with people that have different mindsets around things, different emotions, different environments, different upbringings. Yeah. So there's a lot that is contributing to why they think the way they think. So we become not just um, experts in our field, but we start to become psychologists as well <laughs> on some level. I agree. Yeah. And that's exactly what Jim and I have seen is that when people are not doing the fundamentals, they're not getting the results. And when they're not getting the results, they're not doing the fundamentals. And it's very interesting working with, you know, very, lots of different people. Um, because I think that particularly as an MD, I attract more people who want or are open to drugs Yeah. because they're in my toolbox, right? Yeah. A lot of people I've met over the years, you know, they just won't go anywhere near a pharmaceutical. It doesn't matter if it is a, cause there, you know, there's pharmaceuticals that are just, they work. I mean, there's just no way around it. Mm -hmm. And a lot of them are very natural. Like metformin is a plant derived compound, right? Um, the herbal equivalent is basically berberine. Mm -hmm. And still uh, we get people, I think more than you would, who are interested in drugs. And what's interesting about this is that there's always this tension with them and me where I want them to do more of the fundamentals and they don't necessarily want to take the time to do the fundamentals fix. and they want me to use the drugs to help them get to the next level. Yep. And it's a very, I'm always very, very candid with them about the fact that that's not an optimal strategy and it's not the best thing for them long-term. 
but I also have to say that in menopause, in um, andropause for men, using these hormones can really give people a new lease on life. And so I love using them in my practice. I just think that there's so much people have this terrible misconception that menopause or andropause, the treatment is bioidentical hormones when the treatment should really be um, a comprehensive diet and lifestyle solution that doesn't necessarily include bioidenticals. Um, And I'm curious if you, if you have any other thoughts on bioidenticals, whether or not you recommend them, don't recommend them and why. I'm not a fan. Mm -hmm. I just uh, believe that our bodies can get there in a different way, more naturally. If you choose to go that route, that's a choice. Um, And that's where maybe you and I are different in that, in that sense. And that's okay. I think choices for people are, are great. I mean, there's some people that are, are doing more peptides and, and they're doing more and, and that's okay. Right. Right. And so I, I don't have a problem with it. I just know it works in my practice. And so, um, I, I don't, I don't use them myself. Let's just put it that way. And mm-hmm. so um, I've just seen some repercussions from from some people that are doing bioidentical. Tell and me then, more. Which, what uh, kind of repercussions? Uh, according to some of the the, the doctors that um, that it had triggered some cancer in their bodies, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe not. Like mm-hmm. it's hard to say because they're already living a lifestyle that isn't healthy, right? So right. what really triggered those receptors to turn on? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. No, that's interesting. The bioidentical hormone literature is very, there's a lot of it, which yeah. is part of the problem. You look at- Confusing Abram, for people. Yes. You look at Avram Blooming's work, uh, Estrogen Matters. His book is really why I prescribe bioidenticals because he goes over all the literature. He runs through it. He shows there's no increased cancer risk. He shows why some of the studies showed that and what the flaws were. Um, but the other thing that I talk to patients about is that it's all about, you know, risks and benefits and what you, what you want to get out of life and how you want to feel and look, yeah. uh, because they're very much, you know, hormones are so powerful. They're almost like the cheat code of life. And that makes them both wonderful in that you can really get people crazy results fast. Uh, but also that means that there's some liabilities because if you get the dosing wrong or you use the wrong form, form or route of administration, uh, you can put people into some bad places, which I don't like. And I regularly see happening in the bioidentical hormone world. That's why we're very, we're very gentle at my practice and we're really. And where you get your. Oh, we're very, yeah, we have a, or, we have a source for organic yeah, oils, good. you know, that's 100% um, preservative and additive free. That's good. That's important. Yeah. 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 So there's a lot of, um, MDs that aren't where you are. So I'm, I'm just super impressed with, with what you guys do, uh, as far as just the holistic approach along with, you know, the, the medical approach we have, I'm actually speaking at the, um, the plant-based nutritional healthcare conference in a couple of weeks. And so this is, um, in California Mm. and about 800 you know, physicians will attend and to learn about whole food, plant-based lifestyle and just right. lifestyle in general. Yeah. And because you're not taught that in med school, right? I know. We're not. And so uh, the fact that you just, you get it 
uh, on both ends of the spectrum is pretty cool. You can use that to your advantage. Yeah, I think the bioidentical world sadly has gotten very commoditized and commercialized because you know you put somebody on bioidentical hormones and spend no time on their lifestyle and their diet and you can still make them feel better but and they'll think you're the moon you're, you've hung the moon and they're like oh my gosh my hot flashes are gone my this is no gone, my dad's gone. yeah oh my God, back <laughs> in action um but you're not really doing them any favors because you're basically just papering over the problem with a temporary solution yeah. Um, we actually just looked at some labs yesterday from a gentleman who is apparently a, a chronic stress junkie who um, never slows down, always working, owns his own business in the healthcare field. Uh, and you just look at these numbers and you say, this is terrible. And of course, he's using testosterone in order to um, enable himself to yeah. continue to do what he's doing. Mm -hmm. And uh, it cre it's, yeah. It, it's just, it's like bad credit card debt. These people just keep going and going and going and going and going, and then they're underwater and they have to really make radical changes in order to come back sometimes from the brink of death. Yeah. If they're lucky enough to have the chance to come back, because some of them, it's their first heart attack just takes them out. Right. Right. It's, it's a gamble. I know, which is why, you know, I, I never just treat a number. We've had people in the practice who had a testosterone that was low. And I just said, look, Here's what testosterone will do for you. Here's where your other numbers are. Here's where your diet and lifestyle are. I don't think you need testosterone, you know, but if you're having problems in your life that are related to this, I'm not going to not prescribe it for you. Yeah. What about these um, younger, the younger generation that's wanting to hop into these hormones well, because they're, they've got their, their, yeah. No, Their hormones are disrupted because of they've other been, reasons. They've been so <laughs> Cell phones poisoned and, by our yeah. society. Yeah. And the tragedy is that they they think, oh, there's something wrong with me. I just need this hormone for the rest of my life. Mm. Or women thinking, you know, oh, I just need this birth control pill for the rest of my life. And you just look at what happens. It's um, it's very, very sad. Yeah. Because all these people can be living these these. I mean, you know, you know, you see this, I'm sure every week, every day, we just get people doing basic things, yeah. 20 minutes, 30 minutes a day, and big changes happen. You really do. And the young people today, I feel I feel for them because I think that they really lack mentorship and leadership in life. Um, in any in anything except for how to continue to be a drone that goes to school, gets a meaningless degree, and does a soul-sucking corporate job as part of the machine um, that is fundamentally unsustainable and not really, I think, um, it, you know, it, our society is not healthy. It needs a radical okay. transformation um, in order for people to be happy and healthy. It's part of why, you know, Jim and I, you know, we've, we've both created a life where, um, we can live outside, work outside, and we show our patients or clients that. And, you know, you might not be able to live or, or work most of your life outside in Minnesota. I get near a window, that's for sure. That's the thing, though, is you get near a window, you have a sauna, you do things, right? Mm -hmm. And that's what people need to, a lot of them need to focus on not chasing the next big deal, the next big raise or promotion, the next big house, the next big car but focus on what really matters in my life, living smaller 
and taking more time for them and their family. Because, you know, the big thing that this comes back to for me is that as a, as an MD, I'm often the person who's taking care of someone at the end of their life. Mm. And the big re regrets and, 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 uh, the big regrets that they have are always related to relationships. Yeah. It's never their job. It's never their corporate work. It's always that their kids didn't turn out the way they wanted. Their marriage didn't succeed. Um, and things like that. And when you look at it that way, more money is not going to fix those problems. In fact, if anything, it's going to make them worse. Yeah. That's where the bioidenticals become very interesting because, you know, if, if I have a family where there's a lot of stress around hormonal issues, lack of libido, sexual dysfunction, whatever, um, that's where the bioidenticals can really make an impact quickly, which is very gratifying. But then I think we both, I mean, I assume, I assume you look at it this way as well. I can't help but wonder when I do that, is there something underlying all this that I'm missing and not treating? You can chase that for a long time and not find answers. You know, for example, with a lot of men who've been in the military, the micro concussions, the um, outright head trauma, the um, psychological stress, the chronic working at night, and then the exposure to incredible amounts of toxic waste, heavy metals, radioactive materials like uranium, depleted uranium, you know, are you really going to sort out this? Vaccines. I know, right? You're trying to get us banned, Weddy. Sorry. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> but you have all this stuff that creates this toxic load that then impairs the brain's ability to make hormones. And so you're yeah. in this position where okay, I have this suicidal veteran in front of me who is really asking me for testosterone and his testosterone is quite low. Am I really going to tell him to get in the sauna and the cold plunge and the re and get on the rebounder and the vibe plate and eating this, that, and the other thing and not replace his testosterone? Or am I going to use the testosterone to help him get to the other side of this? Yeah, it's the chicken and the egg, right? Yeah. He kind of needs the quick win a little bit in order to even get to that next place. Yeah, you, you really have to treat everyone as an individual, right? Exactly. And, and when you talk about, you know, our society is broken. Yeah. And I would say it starts because of the it goes, it kind of trickles down to the broken family unit. And mm. so it's these the younger generation, I don't believe it's their, their fault. And I'm not saying that as an excuse, just an explanation that they kind of can't help it. I know, in a They're weird set way. Up to fail. They're set Right. So I think as a society, we do have to come along and do the hard, uh, quote unquote, hard. I don't know why I'm doing all these air quotes lately, but quote unquote, um, hard thing, which isn't hard, but it's it's being there for others and being present and helping lift up one another that they don't have the family unit. They don't have those to look up to. They don't have a male role model to look up to or female to to call a mom or a sister yeah. that can give them solid uh, advice and to, to get them to their next level of living, you know? Yeah. So that's where my heart goes out. Me too. Yeah. Um, Jim, you want to add anything or we, should we wrap up? Jim, you're so quiet. Well, I had, I had a leaf blur going the whole time. So I think these mics are knocking it I out. Mute, I muted it. I muted it. Yeah. So I was sitting here on mute. That's why, but I tell you what, like you summed it up wonderfully. Um, you know, most of my clients over the years have been women, about 95%, surprisingly. Um, but, Why you know, is that surprising. 
I mean, it, you know, I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's just, he's uh, such a dude. <laughs> right. Right. Which actually plays to my advantage actually. Yeah. But, um, you know, when I first started, I never would have thought that 95% of my clients would be women. You know, I thought I'd be working with professional athletes, which I do. And I have, um, but you know, emotional trauma, resentment, you know, not being present, you're not getting silence. Um, that is massive. Most people are, are basically medicating themselves with food, with bad relationships, whatever, alcohol, to not have to sit still and sit quietly because they just don't want to deal with that. You know, right. be still and know, right? It's more painful. Right, absolutely. And then you have, you know, the massive broken circadian rhythm and the lifestyle issue. Um, you get into that. And you, as you get into the research on cancer, you know, you bring up bioidenticals and cancer. If you look at the research on um, cancer, the, the circadian connection is insane. Like the link between disrupted circadian rhythm and cancer is massive. You get into those papers and it's, it's just like, you know, so a lot of times people, they're living this distracted life. They're, you know, they're, they have a dumpster fire lifestyle. Like if you look at diabetics, um, metformin is an incredible drug. It's a great longevity drug if you don't live the life of a dumpster fire, if you continue to live the diabetic lifestyle, you have to continue to take more and more and more metformin. And the problem with our society today is people are like, instead of doing the fundamental work, they're chasing peptides, they're chasing bioidenticals, and it allows the, the body and the car to keep rolling down the road. But eventually the lifestyle is what blows the car up because you, you just can't keep repatching that tire. You got to put a you got to put a new one on there, but your perspective is, is wonderful. And it's great that, uh, that women have a resource like you to go to and not only just look at the labs and, or, or, or the, you know, the diet, the, the emotional and spiritual side of things is non-existent in our society. And most people are just saying, do more, train harder, turn the music up louder. And it's really nice to have somebody that, that understands that really you have to have a great relationship with yourself until you can have a relationship with others and you're you're going to basically if you don't love yourself you're going to abuse yourself and i did that for a long time me too jim and maybe that's why we can speak from that place absolutely yeah that's beautiful well i love what you guys are doing as well and um i, I mean anyone that is is bringing in a a, a solid foundation of 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 healthy lifestyle to help others live a better life is, is a friend of mine. I mean, I'm just so happy to know y'all and uh, thanks for having me on. I I'm just all about that. Uh, you know, God, God is, is, is a big God and he does a lot of miracles and, and he's still in the miracle business today, but I believe he's just really a lot uh, happier if we would take ownership ourselves and, and uh, realize that we are equipped to, to, uh, heal our own bodies, right? And in, in the way that we Imagine live today that. and think and, and speak and and right. move our bodies. So yeah, it's pretty cool. So tell, cool. Uh, What's, tell everyone, tell everyone where, where they can find you. Yes, they can find me at wendypet.com and that's W-E-N-D-I-E-P-E-T-T.com. And I do have uh, a seven day meal plan and a seven um, day workout routine on there using your body as your gym. So Jim, that's kind of fun because you don't need any equipment. It's all uh, moving isometrics and isometrics and isometrics alone are proven to, to lower blood Absolutely. pressure. It's really fun so. to watch Jim uh, basically make people really uncomfortable 
with simple body weight exercises. Don't you love it? And they're it's just sweating. <laughs> and then especially when it's like a high level athlete, somebody who's right. like really played I've done it too. The great, great athlete. Oh. Like, wow! I love the fact hard. that you had a, a walking program on your uh, on your site. That was really yes. really nice. Thank to see. you. Yeah, and I worked with the Abide app on that one as well. Um, but I've trained professional athletes as well, and they're like, "Yeah, show me your little stretches." I'm like, "All right, let's go." And they're just sweating, and it's just really fun. Like I get a yeah. real kick out of that. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I've got to run. All right. God bless y'all. Thank Thanks for joining us, Wendy. Have a Take wonderful care. day, Thanks. everyone. You we'll as see well. you tomorrow. Take, Take care, care, everyone. Get outside.